five people who lost embryos and eggs when a San Francisco fertility clinic's storage tank malfunctioned settled out of court this week for an undisclosed amount. A jury previously awarded the would-be parents $15 million, a verdict that was set to be heard by an appeals court later this month. The case is the first public legal proceeding of its kind to assign a monetary value to eggs and embryos. This is Pulse Check. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. The Senate's Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee is soliciting ideas for the reauthorization of the country's main biosecurity and public health legislation. The Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act expires on September 30th. The bill is expected to be shepherded by Democrat Senator Bob Casey of Pennsylvania and Republican Mitt Romney of Utah. Senators are hoping that industry groups, companies, providers, hospitals, public health officials, and advocates weigh in with ideas about how to improve the bill based on lessons learned from COVID-19. This week, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services released its initial guidance for how it will wield its new drug price negotiation powers over the coming years. The agency will reveal later this year which 10 drugs it will negotiate first, and said it's considering both cost, clinical benefit, and unmet patient needs as it wrestles with that decision. And... Oracle Cerner is the vendor managing a mistake-ridden electronic health record system at VA medical centers. Senator John Tester, who chairs the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee, is advocating for a change. Ben Leonard is here to break it all down. Hey, thanks for having me. So you have reported that Senator John Tester, who chairs the Senate Veteran Affairs Committee and is a Montana Democrat who is running for re-election, he now is asking the VA to renegotiate its electronic health records contract. What is this about? How did we get here? So it's been a long time aim at the VA to modernize the system that veterans use for electronic health records. So they've had this older system called Vista, decades old, and they've been trying to upgrade it to help veterans get better care. Veterans can less stuff on paper and have a more organized system. So in 2018, uh, the VA signed a contract with Cerner, which is now bought by Oracle, and the rollout has not been exactly smooth. So it started, you know, with a price tag of about $10 billion over 10 years, and uh, it's gone up about five times that. And there have been a lot of delays in the rollout. It's currently on pause and rolling out to facilities, and there's only in place at a few of the close to a couple hundred VA medical centers. Some of the issues that have been happening have caused patient harm, according to uh, government officials. The VA inspector general has highlighted one recently in which basically doctor's orders would go into this unknown queue that would basically get lost. For example, a veteran I spoke with got a test that showed he might have prostate cancer and it was supposed to schedule a follow-up appointment, and it basically just got lost in the system. He now has terminal cancer. So there's been a lot of issues with the system, outages. Recently, patients have been unable to fill prescriptions. You know, it has not been an exactly smooth rollout so far. I mean, that's that's horrible and awful. What does Tester think the VA needs to do differently? Tester thinks that the VA should renegotiate its contract. This contract is up in May. And Tester wants penalties with the electronic health record system, as well as discounted prices. He said if Oracle doesn't agree to those terms, VA should be ready to negotiate an entirely new contract. So how is the company responding to these criticisms and calls for changes and the VA? Yeah, so they both acknowledge that there's work to, to be done still. 
but they're saying that they're on track for uh, to resume in June and that they've made significant improvements to a lot of these issues. They're saying the issue with the unknown queue is pretty much resolved and things are getting a lot better. They're optimistic about where things are going, but they do acknowledge that there are still issues. What else have lawmakers said needs to be fixed on this front? Obviously, VA healthcare is been a huge issue for a long time. Um, and the electronic records is just one piece of it. Are there other proposals to make reforms? So Tester said on Wednesday that he's opposed to ending the rollout of the new system because he thinks that you know the system needs to be modernized. Some other House Republicans are taking a little bit of a different approach. Mike Bost, who's the chair of the House Veteran Affairs Committee, introduced legislation to prevent the VA from kind of rolling out the system at new places without significant improvements. And he's floated stopping the project altogether as well. And that's something that Matt Rosendale, the chair's a key subcommittee on VA as well, has also floated. So there's some diverging uh, opinions on what to do going forward here. And electronic health records are kind of a mess in the private sector as well. Obviously, the government has more control in the VA system. It's basically a single-payer government system. What does all of this mess tell us about efforts to modernize the broader healthcare system that the majority of people are, are a part of? So it's clear that healthcare is digitizing and trying to modernize and move more toward electronic health records. But as was being discussed in the hearing, underscores some of the difficulties here. You know, it's never easy to implement a new health record system, as some of the uh, officials were saying at the hearing. And there are often a lot of hiccups along the way. Data sharing is still a major issue. Uh, health records don't travel super easily between systems in some cases. So it just sort of underscores a lot of the issues that are still at play here as healthcare undergoes a digital transformation. Well, thanks for tracking all this, and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Reese and Efra Abdullah are our producers. Raghu Manavalan is our editor. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of Audio at Politico. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.